Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Um, James, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Now, James is my eyes and ears on the street. A Dublin taxi driver. No better eyes and ears to have, James. Afternoon, to Niall. Yeah. What's happening today, James? Um, I was trying to bring somebody. They were going out for a nice uh, lunch to celebrate the, their company's 30th anniversary. And all the tree huggers from Extinction Rebellion have decided to, number one, sit on the top of Molesworth Street facing the doll and then it looks like the, the break-off faction of them has decided to go walking down Baggett Street. Now where they're going I don't know but basically there's a massive tailback all the way down Baggett Street from Stevens Green and they're walking literally at baby crawl steps per hour so I don't know where they're going but traffic around the area is just mental. Right, so are they sitting on the street? They're sitting on the street, yeah, outside mm. on the top of Molesworth Street at the junction at Kildare Street facing the doll. They're sitting there. It looks like about, i say, maybe 50 to 60 of them sitting there, all young, all very late teens, early 20s. And then, as I said, a bunch of them, looks like another 30 or 40 of them, right there, deciding to go for a little stroll down Baggett Street, nice lunchtime stroll down Are they, are they the student purple-haired types? The usual, yeah, the yeah. usual tree hugging, uh, root, uh, root's favorite vegan, tofu eating. <laughs> root's put her thumb up there, the vegan tofu eating type. No, I mean, uh, but here's the thing, right? And I'm going to just throw this question out to people in relation to protesting. We've seen what's happened across Britain. God help us if it starts happening here, there's going to be trouble. And the British government have said, and British enforcement have said, it's only a matter of time before one of them dies. Uh, because somebody is going to kill one of them one of these days. And I, I'm not wishing that upon them. But they are driving the public mad sitting in the middle of streets. And they're, as you said, they're either the student types who know no better. And they're, I, there's an excuse for them. They're immature. Or some of them have been tree hugging for years. They're the ones that were climbing trees during other protests and putting, you know, they had the little tree houses there going back about 20 years ago. Or do you remember the ones we had in Dublin here around the bank going back about 10 years ago, 11 years ago? What were they, what were they called? Um, do you remember the ones they, they, they set up the tents at the Bank of Ireland in front of the, the, the central bank? Yes, yes. No, I can't remember what they were called. No, but the, but the ironic thing about it, Niall, I was looking at most of them. They're all in designer gear or half the stuff as well from pennies. So it's all throwaway fashion. Yeah. And a lot of them are videoing it on iPhones. Oh, yeah. Except, lads, oh, no, no, you, know, no, no, you, that, you don't even need to go there with me. They're the biggest bunch of hypocritical hippo, that, and that's twits the thing. I've like, ever you come know, across in my life. I think if they actually sat down the whole thing, I think they, if they actually sat down and thought properly about the whole thing, you know, they'd realise that they're just a bunch of hypocrites. And all, and all they're doing today is just annoying people. Like, people just but, but, like, but, but, it's quite, going about their daily business. It defeats the purpose. The idea of Extinction Rebellion and Just Stop Oil and all these other protesters is to get rid of fossil fuels and, you know, carbon pollution into the atmosphere. But yet, what they're doing at the moment by walking slow in the middle of town is holding up traffic, which keeps cars on the road even longer, which burns up even more fuel. They're yeah, when you're, driving at a, yeah <laughs> when you're driving at a slower speed, you're using up more fuel, you're pumping out more CO2. It is, it's just... Oh, I don't know. No, I okay, really just, but, but, but do you think, and I'm going to ask you, James, as a learned man, do you, be- <laughs> do you believe that people have the right? Now, the Constitution gives you the right to protest or the right, well, it's called the right to peaceful assembly, as long as you don't impinge on other people's rights to go about their lawful business, right? So the Constitution doesn't protect you when you're sitting on the ground in the middle of the street. It does protect no. you when you're, with your right to stand outside the doll and lobby government, for example, or shout yeah. roar all you want with banners. So, but do you think that people should have the right? We've seen numerous protests where people will hold up traffic. Do they have the right to do that? Everybody has a right to protest, Niall. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Now, maybe I'm going to sound like a bit of a hypocrite here. No, everybody has a right to protest, but what this looks like is that it looks like something that's been kind of organised on the fly. Like, there was no, doesn't seem to be any notice about it, and they just seem to have appeared out of nowhere, sat down, and they're like, you know what, feck everybody else, we're just going to block up the city, and we just don't care. No, everybody has a right to protest, Niall. Everybody they has did, a right to protest. Well, well, they did put up a poster, and it says, uh, bring a clock, time to act, climate crisis protest, Jesus. From Trinity College, you're right, their students, to the doll. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the Trinity, I, I'm assuming there's a lot of them are going to be students if it's from Trinity. Well, the, the funny thing about it, Niall, is the government will come out and say, yeah, 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 we, you know, we agree with you, the climate is boring, blah, blah, blah. And then he'll say to Michal Martin, by the way, how did you get to Egypt last week? Oh, that's right, you went in the government jet. And then there's a video of him arriving, Niall, and he gets out of this old-style S-Class Mercedes, which either is a 3-litre diesel or a 4.2-litre petrol. Again, not very good for the environment. So, you know, what, what did they say? Do as I say and not as I do. Well, I, I, I said the same thing during the week about Richie Sunak. Richie Sunak was there from the Britain as well. And only there, a couple of weeks ago, he got a private helicopter to a dinner he was he was arriving at. And it cost 10000 for the private helicopter. Look, these yeah. people are the biggest hypocrites in the world. Of, of the highest, yeah, of the highest order. And, and these, unfortunately, Niall, these idiots have just, you know, like if you have a serious social issue that you want to campaign about, waiting lists, you know, cancer uh, care being, you know, put off because of COVID and stuff like that. Serious issues. Yeah, I know, that, I know the childcare people. Issues. I think the childcare people are protesting yeah, this morning. Child childcare people. Yeah. Stuff like that. Now. Yeah. But this, this whole argument, because if we actually sat down and talked properly about it, you'd realise, you know what, lads, this is nonsense. nonsense. It is nonsense. Anyway, you believe, so the hypocritical side, you still believe they have a right to do what they're doing, but... Well, I do, yeah, of course. Everybody yeah, but, has a right but, to do what they're doing. Yeah, but look what's know, happening but, in Britain. They're sitting in the middle of the streets... They're blocking traffic, people trying to go about their business or people trying to get to hospital appointments, whatever it happens to be. One person did die already in an ambulance because the ambulance couldn't get through. through I London. heard that, Chad. That's yeah. shocking. And, and, and you're seeing uh, the police taking, uh, I suppose, a very, not a dim view of it, but a very relaxed view of it, whereby they're cordoning off traffic rather than moving the protesters. The police have been told to, you know, to book up and do something about it because citizens are taking the law into their own hands. We've seen videos yeah. of people dragging protesters across the street to get yeah. them out of their way. Or, you know, and other videos of cars actually almost running them over. It's I've only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before There one was a woman in the UK who was prosecuted. I think she nudged somebody with her Jeep. That's right, yeah. She was yeah. I think she was trying to get somewhere and she nudged and she was prosecuted for driving, uh, dangerous driving. And I think she's actually banned because of it, like, you know what I mean? But no, no, like, you know, I'm all about protesting. Like, if you're going to protest something, protest something that's actually worthwhile protesting. Don't be hypocritical exactly what they're being. Like, they, just, they don't even look into what they're actually protesting about. Like, they're all wearing loose, fast fashion, you know. Mobile they're phones. They're on iPhones. And they'll be into McDonald's or Starbucks afterwards, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure if I asked any of them as well, uh, did you get any get away on any holiday this year? Oh, yeah, yeah, we went to Marbella or, you know, probably went to Florida or something. It's just, you know, like if you are going to do it on island, you're going to do it. You don't fly anywhere. You walk everywhere. You walk around in the nip then if you're really that, you know, devout. <laughs> or vegan, get vegan clothes. Yeah, or, or get, ve- get vegan clothes. Yeah, like like I'm sure Ruth gets like, you know. I would say, Ruth told me vegan clothes are still fast fashion. Yeah, they probably are because there's so many bloody vegans around now. They have to build them quite over, should I say, make them quite quickly. Anyway, well, yeah, I suppose you could buy second-hand clothes. That would be justification for the whole thing. Thank you, James. Uh, let me go to Simon. Simon, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. Good afternoon, Niall. How are you doing? Good. You've just heard James, who's the eyes and ears of Ireland's Classic Hits, when he's out on the street in his taxi. So, Molesworth Street and in and around the whole area, they're all blocked up by, you know, Extinction yeah, Rebellion sitting of, on the street. Of, yeah, a bunch of kids with their iPhone 14 or 13 
protesting the oil company destroying the earth. Oh my God! On your knees, everybody. Mm. Right? Should we start the oil? Right? Go ahead. Good luck. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. I'm actually working in transport, so ask me about my opinion. Mm. Right. Okay. Let's stop the oil. Your clothes are made of oil. Derivatives. Your trainers. Probably half of them is made of oil. Your food is in the shop, on the shelf, because the crude oil. Your holiday can happen because the crude oil. Let's stop it and go back to the Middle Ages. But, I mean, Extinction Rebellion, the extreme version of the, of the opinion of climate change activists, right, or your Extinction Rebellion, they won't be happy till we're all back in caves with long hair and not washing ourselves anymore. No, no, they, they, they won't be. They won't be because, you know, the Instagram and Facebook and all the social media will be gone. Did you see the two kids? And when I say kids, they're kids. They were 19 or 20 years of age. And they said, they put up videos on Instagram that they were going to set themselves on fire every every day until the government did something. So what they did was they put the video of them pouring lighter fuel over their hand and burning themselves. Yeah, Niall. There's only one example I do remember from history. There was a a Tibetan monk burned himself alive. It was back in the 70s or 60s when the Chinese invaded Tibet or something like that. But it's the famous, famous picture, the photo. Oh, I remember oh, that picture. I do remember there that. Is, there is on the Rage Against the Machine album cover. And that guy did it. And he just sit down, pour the, I don't know, gasoline. I'm not suggesting anybody do anything like that. But what I'm, what I'm, the point I'm going to make you is it shows you how delusional yeah, yeah, these, yeah, some of I these, some of these young children are. And they are children. Yeah, that's a helicopter children, you know. Mm. Dropped by the parents to the crash and then picked it up. That's that's what it is. I want. Okay, to- so what? What? Well, getting back to the protest, I mean, what should we do if a group of you know right, extinction rebellion sit in the middle of the street and stop the traffic? Arrest them, take the details, take them to the court, find them. That's it. Yeah. If I can, if I ask the driver or pedestrian, I can be fined for a traffic obstruction. Those little yeah, <clears throat> you know, the day, yeah, yeah, should be. <laughs> Fine as well, because under the law, we all equal, right? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe we not. Maybe some exceptions. You well, see they, well, they, they will argue that this is our constitutional right to protest, no matter whether you agree with the protest or not. They'll argue that's their right to do it. Absolutely, Niall. But that's me as a taxpayer who pays the road tax and uh, delivers the goods that you actually consume. That's mm. my right. And I pay for that. And you just now piss off of my right. I said, no, no, you can have you peaceful protest, but not in this way. You can have it. And I think if you sit down for an hour and have a discussion, you can find out at least two, three other ways. This is just selfish virtue signaling. That's what it is. Okay, well, stay there for a second. The number is 087-188-0008. Maybe you disagree with Simon. Maybe you are a climate protester or a climate activist and you believe they're doing the world a service by being out there and drawing attention to climate change, uh, the number is 87 188 Philip, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Philip? Hi, Noel. How are you getting on? Good to be on. Happy Friday. Yeah. Happy Friday to you too, Philip. Uh, Philip, I mean, these individuals that sit in the middle of the street, so far we've seen a lot of it in the UK, not much of it over here, but they're, they're, they're on the street there today in Molesworth Street in Red Stevens Green. Do you think they should be picked up and arrested, as Simon says? Yeah, I, I think, you know, for protesting, I'm all for it, but I, I'd say there's a there's a strong case this is imprisonment, <laughs> you know, <laughs> false imprisonment. I mean, you know, we've seen with, um, a, a well-known People Before Profit um, um, TD, 
you know, with Joan Burton there, there, there was a case that he was imprisoning her in her car. Well, there was no charges there. There was a, there was no conviction in relation to that particular accusation at the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And these, these are individuals trying to get home, um, obstruction of ambulances, um, you know, in some cases that, that might happen. And it actually has happened before. Well, in the UK, so, somebody already died because an ambulance couldn't get through the middle of London. Exactly. So, yeah. so it's it's not really like a well conducted protest. It's imprisoning people in their cars. If it was to move along and move at a good pace, like protests do, if it was planned, if they let the council know be there at that time, yeah, okay, fair enough. But this is just you know ad hoc kind of mayhem they're trying to cause. Um, and and it's starting with these small little sit down protests, which are you know just annoying people. But look where it is now in the UK. They're spraying orange paint over buildings. They're destroying and um, these landmark buildings. They were trying to go at Big Ben there not too long ago. Pouring so soup going, over masterpieces and all sorts of things. Yeah, you seen that soup kids? They were calling her like yeah. Um, I I mean it's 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 starting. She turned out to be Irish, by the way. Oh my God! Yeah. We don't own her. So we don't, proud. We don't claim her. <laughs> yeah, we they can keep her. Um, she yeah, she turned out, she was on Piers Morgan that night, and uh, she turned out to be Irish, um, because I went, God, I said she sounds like she's an Irish college student, um, but again, they're they're young kids. When I say look, but they're not kids; they're twenty one and twenty two years of age. Yeah. Most of these protesters, right? A lot of them are, and and they don't have the sense really the way of the world with them yet. There's some level of excuse, but then when I see fifty and sixty year olds who are probably the same people who are protesting around nuclear power stations going back forty years ago, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They're professional protesters. Like, exactly. And it needs to be pointed out, when you see a lot of them, they're very well-spoken. They're usually affluent, middle-class types. But thick. And they don't, they don't know the pains of having to sit in your car and get home and just trying to get by. Um, you know, they want to just stop oil. Like, if you just stopped oil, um, a lot of people no, would die. You can't die. just stop oil. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're daydreamers to begin with. And that's just the start. And now they're they're going they're going one step beyond, and we have to suffer for their delusions mm-hmm. that that we can we can just uh, and it's made its way into Irish politics too that we can just you know stop fossil fuels like just dead pan stop fossil fuels, and now we're seeing supermarkets with twenty thousand euro uh, electricity bills. Um, and that's the result of all of this sort of oh, daydreaming thinking. Now, don't worry, the, the war in Ukraine has had an impact on that too. But generally speaking, we yeah. had a fuel crisis before the war in Ukraine even started last year. And it was because of climate policy. Yeah, look, um, and I've seen you were talking about it yesterday um, with the supermarket. Um, two two peat-fired stations closed. No chance of having them even just as a standby to, to put a bit of energy back into the grid. Yeah. Um, yet they can have the likes of these big um, social media companies come in and they're going to take up 30% of the grid's energy by 2030. Um, yet they're so concerned about energy usage. So, you know, they want to have that cake and eat it, um, you know? Yeah, I mean, so. they, won't, they won't allow fossil fuels. They'll protest against nuclear power station and fracking. Um, you yeah. know, so, I mean, you just can't them, unfortunately. Uh, and as well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and with, with nuclear energy, I, I have a background in engineering myself. It's come a long way. Oh, it's clean and it's safety. cheap. Yeah, it's it's the one of the most the least CO two intensive energies you can have. Well, here's um, my question, and it seems you might have a bit more knowledge on this, Philip, than I would have. Right? 
You know, this is the year 2022. You know, we can literally, I was going to say put men on the moon. We have put men on the moon, allegedly. Um, although we cannot argue with that. That's another nice conversation. But we, we can literally do anything we want. We have AI. We can get robots to do things and build things. And yet, they talk about, I do, I don't want to get rid of the CO2 altogether because the plants need it, the trees need it. Maybe we should be just planting lots more of those. But have we not come up with a way yet whereby we can burn fossil fuels and eliminate the CO2? Sure, I know we've got better at it, but surely at this point we can do that. Yeah, so so there are technologies that are being uh, invested in, of all people, people's favourite, Bill Gates, is um, investing in, uh, it's, it's called uh, carbon extraction. So, yeah, you, you, do, you do have um, possibilities. And I think there are technologies starting to come in with kind of coal burning and gas burning stations where out, out of the chimney where you'd see the smoke getting yeah. extra, you know, um, getting depleted, um, you, can, you can take in a certain part of that and the, the kind of more, um, you know, the methanes and the nitrous oxides and things like that, or yeah. sorry, sulfur dioxides. So, yeah, we, 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 I think that is technology that is in development. And then there's, of course, decarbonisation, like taking carbon out of the atmosphere. Um, yeah, you, don't, you don't want to take too much out. So, yeah, well, exactly, uh, and these are. Well, I mean, when, the when these people, so. some of these idiots sitting on the ground, don't seem to realise we do need CO two in the atmosphere, and we need quite a lot of it because if we don't have it, the plants don't survive. If the plants don't survive, we don't survive. Uh, uh, and exactly, uh, and the the thing is as well, like a lot of these, like I'm sure that they're well meaning, but they just don't they? have that technical. Yeah, exactly. They they don't have that technical head. They don't have that technical point of view, that engineering perspective about what's actually... Like, a lot of people don't know this, Noel. One of the biggest CO2 contributors in the world is uh, refrigeration. And that is the big, one of the biggest problems in uh, engineering right now with uh, CO2. Do, do any of them know that? I, I, I highly doubt it. So. Stay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Sarah as well. Sarah, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Sarah? Fine, thanks, Niall. Thanks. Good. Now, Sarah, about these protesters, look, they, they have a point to make, I suppose. That's what they want to make their point about CO2 and fossil fuels and all that kind of carry on. But do they have a right to sit in the middle of the street? No, they don't. Because for some reason, these people who clearly don't really know anything about anything, I think most of them are renter mobs. Yeah. Don't go to work. Yeah. So they don't get the concept of people going to how it impacts them and that they seem they jump on bandwagons when I was young we had the group oh, move, move your head a little bit Sarah because you're getting cut off and I don't know what, what you want to say is quite relevant to this so you yeah. can, go ahead <laughs> no I was just saying when when I was young we had the Keenum Common women over in High Wycombe who were willing to die for it was. I could never quite figure out what it was they were willing to anyway. die for. Yeah. No, but, but they all have to have a cause, and they're all rebels without a cause. And in my limited experience, admittedly, so I'm probably speaking slightly out of turn. Most of them don't work. They've got nothing else to do, and they have complete and utter disregard for how other people feel. You know, they're a bit like the woke. They're right. Everybody else is wrong. End up. Mm. Um, I mean, it kind of reminds me, I mean, Britain had its fair share of protesters going back about 20 years ago. Who were the ones that were up the trees about 20 years ago? Do you remember those ones? Swampy in it. <laughs> what? Swamp. 
Oh, hang on. I'm going to get, get rude to call you back because unfortunately your line is kind of breaking up on us a little bit there. But I mean, they are, I mean, look, you know, Philip, I mean, they are kind of yeah. pro- professional protesters. They tend, the older ones tend to be the ones that were protesting 30 or 40 years ago, you know, up trees and stuff like that. And the younger ones, I, they're just learning it out of the colleges. Well, well, yeah, it, like it's, it's in a way, I, I think it's become a sort of a secular religion. Um, environmentalism yeah. ha- and it always has been connected with sort of new age beliefs and things like that no, no harm I'm sure in some ways yeah. but uh, you know you thought the Extinction Rebellion the, I can't remember his name the head guy like he, he looks like Jesus you know though, and he acts the way he acts he, he kind of talks with this sort of I was, try- I was trying earlier on to remember the name of the protests that were in Dame Street there about 10 years ago it was Occupy do you remember the Occupy Occup- Wall Street yeah. yeah Occupy Dame Street was a- uh, <laughs> sorry uh, Su- Susan I- Sarah I have you back again there sorry go ahead might be better this time okay can you hear me now? Yeah, I can, yeah. Okay. They have no regard for people's thoughts or feelings. They're completely and utterly arrogant. And it, it's causing, I live in rural Ireland, and it's causing a lot of trouble with the elderly who rely on turf. Yeah. And in fact, I'll just tell you a quick story. One of our clients came in the other day and he was ripping and he'd just been to see his elderly mother who was sat in her house crying her eyes out because she said that the government wants us to freeze to death. Oh, God. You know. Because she was because, afraid to burn turf. Because she said, they're going to they're gonna make me into a criminal, she said, for, for trying to keep warm. That's awful. I'm going to send a message out, which is not what the government would want you to say or want me to say. But um, if you, no matter what, you have to burn to stay warm. If you can't afford to stay warm, you can't afford the oil, you can't afford the gas, and they won't let you burn the turf. Uh, burn whatever you need to burn to stay warm. Well, well, this yeah. is it. You see, the poor lady. Her son said to me, he said she's got sheds full of turf. You know, she won't go cold. He said she's afraid now, in case. Somebody comes knocking on the door and says, you know, you're a criminal now, we're going to put you in court. That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, because elderly people take things very seriously like that, you know what I mean? They're a different generation. If they want to put me in prison for doing something like that, go ahead. But they don't see it like that. It's a big shame. I I can absolutely assure everybody across the country, nobody is going to go to jail for keeping warm. Nobody. No. No. But, But if the so enlightened protesters get their own way, that will happen. Oh, it will. People need to be very, you know, the government tolerates these people. No, I, I mean, there's yeah. no doubt, and I'm sorry your line is so bad, Sarah, because you're a lot, you have so much to tell us, but uh, you are absolutely right. We need oil, unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you want to look at it, whichever side of the argument you happen to be on. We need oil. We need gas. They're fossil fuels. They come from the ground. They've been there for thousands of years. We're quite entitled to use them. And if we use them responsibly, Going forward, and I believe we, I believe we do generally speaking use them responsibly, um, and we enjoy our lives as best as we can. The, the impact, as far as I'm concerned, that we're going to have in the world is probably minuscule. Let me go to Patrick. Patrick, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. It's just my view. Sorry, Patrick. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Niall. How you doing? How are you? Good. Do you have respect for these people sitting on the streets? No, I don't. No. Ooh. None whatsoever, Niall. And, okay. But these people, like, please don't be calling them kids because they're not kids. Well, because they're kind of 19 and 21-year-olds, aren't they? Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, let's let's not start making excuses for behaviour that is stopping emergency vehicles 
could be people missing important appointments. Um, you know, people have stuff going on in their lives and nobody has the right to sit in the middle of a street anywhere and obstruct it or extract any emergency vehicle. They have to realise, and we all know that, over the age of 12 here in Ireland, you can be charged with a criminal offence. Yeah. So if one of these stops an ambulance or a guard, a car, or a fire brigade get into a fire, there's CCTV all around the city there. Pick them out, arrest them, and prosecute them, and bloody lock them up. Mm. End of story. Yeah, I know. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I said it during the week on Twitter that in, in relation to the ones in the UK that were pay, spraying paint all over, yeah. you know, government buildings and all over Ferrari and Aston Martin's head offices, etc. That's et just wrong. And I said yeah. they need to put them in jail. Yeah, absolutely this, this, not. This soft yeah. approach is go, is no good because what's happening no. is I seen. I think there was the ones that glued their hands to a work of art. <laughs> And the ones that threw the soup over the work of art were the same two people. So they obviously didn't go to jail. They got out very quickly wherever they were. They were maybe brought before a magistrate and given a slap on the hand. So, but they need to put them in jail. And, and for a decent amount of time because it's criminal damage. It is. It is, Niall. If you or I went out and, uh, you know, sprayed paint on someone's wall or car or whatever, the boys in blue would be called and we'd, we'd be up in court. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but See, my answer, Niall, is don't uh, bother. Well, I, I'm I'm prison. just worried. I'm just worried that I mean I've seen what's been happening in the UK, and I'm I'm just worried that's going to start happening here now as well. That you're going to have these gobshites sitting in the middle of streets all over the place, mm-hmm. spraying buildings and gluing themselves to buses and all sorts of silly stuff. I, I I'm thankfully we haven't had it yet here really. Um, but I'm worried that's going to start here because if the police in Ireland or the Garda Síochána take the same approach as the police in the UK have been taken, we're doomed. Just to make well, a point. Yeah, sorry, Phil. No, no, yeah. no, I'm sorry. You're absolutely spot on. I agree 100% with you. But my answer too would be another two options. Do what they do in America. Stick them into a boot camp for a year and gruel them. Or two, two years national service in the Irish defence forces. <laughs> and by God, I tell you now, I was an arms and foot drill instructor in the Irish Naval Service. Within two to three weeks, I would have them straightened out. I guarantee it. I don't know how legal that would be. Philip, so you want yeah. to say something there? Go ahead, Philip. Yeah, no, I just, um, yeah, I was listening in there. and Yeah, like the thing is as well, they're, they're not deterred by being arrested. Like a lot of them actually go, go along with... Because they know the nothing's going to happen, that's why. They have pieces of paper in their pocket with what to say, what to do, and who to call. Like they, they, they go out knowing they'll likely get arrested. Who's so. funding all of this, by the way? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know in the UK who's funding it. The, the Just Stop Oil seems to be the most. Extinction Rebellion seems to be still the ones over here. There's still a few of those over in the UK as well. But I don't know who's funding the Just Stop Oil. You're saying, Ruth tells me it's been, is it funded from the States, Ruth? I don't know. But somebody must be funding it. Well, they always claim it's it's grassroots and it's community funded, and you know, um, because these I people mean, aren't living know, on thin air. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I mean banking isn't CO two friendly, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're clearly getting money from somewhere. When you see the same people out on the streets every day, and yeah. and, and my fear too is when I watch these videos in the UK and you see motorists getting out of their cars and dragging them across the street because the police will do nothing about it. And now you have an ordinary citizen turning to crime, which is essentially assault, by the way, turning to crime 
just to get by. I mean, and as I said, it's only a matter of time before one of these is killed by yeah. another citizen, by being knocked down by a car or whatever. It's only a matter but, of time. But just, a, just an important point, though. I, I think as well, the governments and the media, they, they have a massive responsibility for what's happening now. And it's only going to escalate, I think, with these expressions, you know, climate anxiety. And you know, really ratcheting up the fear, the psychological fear. But they'll do exactly what they did for COVID nineteen. And look what the result of all of that is. Exactly, they, they're going to become fanatical. In my, my prediction is, in one to two years, this is going to escalate. They're going to become fanatical. Uh, it's blocking cars today. Who knows tomorrow? Uh, and all of this kind of rhetoric around climate anxiety is totally just emotionally based uh, nonsense. Um, and as an engineer, there are options, there are alternatives yeah. um, that are available. Uh, and people need to just calm down and rationally look at what we can do. Just about to, by the way, just on my screen here, Just Stop Boyle is backed by a US-based climate emergency fund set up to support environmental protests. So in other words, the money's coming from the States. Extinction Rebellion uh, relies on donations from crowdfunding, major donors, NGO, trusts and foundations and investors. See, there's money in all this. They are massive investors, probably. So, you know, they always say with all these things, follow the bloody money, isn't that the way it is? The question I'm asking you is, do you people think people have the right when they are protesting? Everybody has the right to protest. The Constitution gives you a right for a peaceful assembly as long as you don't stop other people going about their lawful business. But do you, do you believe that people have the right to sit in the middle of the street and block the traffic? Today we have, unfortunately, Molesworth Street in Dublin all blocked up by people sitting there, you know, who want us all to stop using oil tomorrow. Some of your texts coming in, Noel, will you give some credibility to the argument of stopping oil? Absolutely not. I wouldn't give any credibility. Do you understand what would happen tomorrow if we suddenly stopped using oil? The world's economy would collapse. Goods couldn't travel from country to country. Do you have any idea whatsoever about what you're talking about? You couldn't just stop oil tomorrow. It's a stupid concept. Unless you've got something to replace it with which you clearly don't and clearly climate activists don't. All they care about is their own self-importance. Anyway, uh, the government of the UK and the Met Police of the UK have also asked um, people and citizens not to intervene to call the police and they'll deal with it. Well, they haven't been doing that up to now and they've been accused of being woke police. I just hope in our own Garda Sheikana, when the time comes, and it is now coming because these protests are getting more common now in Ireland as well, uh, these climate activists protesting, the Garda Sheikana hopefully will deal with it when the time comes, lift them off the middle of the street, put them in the back of a wagon, bring them to the nearest court and send them to jail. That will sort them out very quickly. I don't mind people protesting for a good cause or for a worthy cause. This is a pointless cause. Let me go to Billy. Billy, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Billy? Hey, and I, how are you keeping? Good, Billy. Maybe, maybe I'm saying all the wrong things here and I, I don't want to discourage anybody talking to me. If, if somebody really believes in stopping oil tomorrow, I'd love to hear from them as well, by the way. No, no, no you said it best. You can't stop oil. The whole global no, economy is built, is built on it. Now, the other side of things is it's the 11th of November and it's 16 degrees outside. So there is definitely a bit of a change there in the climate. No, no denying it. There's but no denying. There's, by the way, I have been accused of this before. I have never denied that the climate is changing. Never. The climate is changing. Of course it's changing. And, then, yep. and we're seeing floods all over the world, more so probably than we've seen before. You know, we've seen, you know, the odd freak weather. But in saying that, mind you, we don't have historical records from four or 500 years ago. So, but we can only guess what happened. 
But we, we did have extreme weather going back many years ago. So there was a time where the, the Thames in London was an ice skating rink uh, yeah, during the winter. And they, it was called the Mini Ice Age during, what was it, the, the 16 and 1600s. Yeah, there was a well, time in the medieval I, times where they grew grapes in the western part of the world because they could, you know, mm-hmm. because it was so warm. So what I'm saying is climate does change. Where we might differ in opinion is I, the impact that we as human beings are having on it. You, uh, well, I, I think we, we've definitely accelerated that change. Well, I, do, I think we do have an impact, absolutely. Just, just on that night, as you, said, you can't, you can't stop oil overnight. The yeah. whole system, the whole world would just break. It would stop because you know no one would be able to move. Nothing would be able to move. People wouldn't be able to heat their homes. I, I just, I texted in. The reason I did was um, when, when the engineer was on, just making reference to it, and you made reference to the the people who are protesting now, or the same people that protested against the likes of Karen Shaw back in the day. Mm. If those people hadn't protested, we'd have clean renewable nuclear energy in the country now. Like France. And yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't have to worry about fossil well, fuels. So we yeah. wouldn't be burning them. So mm-hmm. Well like, well know, no, we we'd still be we'd be still burning them in cars and planes, you know, I mean Yeah, but it would be it would be minimal. Absolutely. And, you know, it it would be yeah, but well, I mean, order, nuclear. Order, I I always get them mixed up. Nuclear fission, nuclear fusion. I'm not too sure which is the cleaner uh, of the two. We are on fission at the moment. Yeah. Fusion is still is still the dream. It's always been 50 years away, and it seems to be 50 years away still. So it's, yeah. it's one of those things that keeps going. But now, like, Eamon Ryan is is the biggest confusion and puzzle to me because. He's, this is the second time as, as Minister of Environment. How many wind farms off the west coast of Ireland, which we've been told is the most abundant source of renewable energy, have been built in his time? Mm. I'd love to know the figures on that. It certainly why is hasn't enough. He looked, <laughs> why, why hasn't he looked at building green hydrogen plants and, and putting it with the wind farms so we can transition away? But sure, Billy, we all see, what everybody sees what's happening. You've got, as I said, the Green Party telling everybody to move to sustainable energy, right? Or to change to heat exchange and all this kind of do our lofts and do all this kind of carry on cycle our bikes and everything else. But they're not providing an alternative. It's all well and good asking people to do something. But when you don't provide them with an alternative they can't do it. And and, you know... I I can't afford an electric car. I couldn't afford one. I got, you know I, what I mean? I, 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 I can't either. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'd buy one tomorrow if I could afford one. You know? Yeah, yeah. But um, the, the, I'm not sure if you listen to the Shared Ireland podcast in Ireland. I don't mean to, to promote something, but um, they were making reference to, like, we don't have a rail network in this country, north or south. No. That covers the whole country. If you want to go from, from Dublin to Derry, you got to stop in Belfast and drive across the rest of the country. Yeah, go halfway around the country just to get there. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's a case of, like... Well, it's, I, the same, it's the same with local public transport. I mean, if you want to go from Malahide to Blanchardstown, you, you know, you've got to go into town and go back out again. So, I mean, it's always been the same. We, we, I don't think we've ever planned a good infrastructure for public transport in this country. I saw I saw a tweet responded to a couple of weeks ago. Someone was saying that we should use public transport where possible to get to work. Now I don't live in Dublin, and if I was to take public transport to get to work, it would take me three hours. While I drive, it takes me an hour and twenty. Look, I don't think you know from the start, Billy. Maybe I thought we might have had different opinions. I don't think our opinions differ very much, to be honest with you. In relation to, I do believe we need to be responsible about how we use energy and how we use fuels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't believe we should be punished, by the way, for using them uh, the way we are currently at the moment, and that seems to be the way it's done. But I think our, our opinions are probably pretty much the same. We must expose them, expose them slightly differently. Uh, and, and, and as you said, Niall, if if they're going to expect change, you need to incentivise change, not like they do with the, in this country constantly, which is tax people out of existence yeah, yeah. in order to punish yeah. them for, for 
changing, incentivizing for change. Absolutely. I mean, if you can give a taxi driver a grant of 20 grand for an electric car for him to buy it, why not give the rest of us the same, the same incentive? You'd only have to do it once. Do you, for, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because, yeah, we, because once we have them, we can trade them in again. Secondhand electric cars on the market after yeah. that. So yeah. it, would, it would filter down. Let me go. We'll stay there. Let me go to Lisa. Lisa, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Lisa? Back to the protesters. Oh, hi, Niall. How are you? Love the show. Thanks. Lisa, back to these protesters sitting in the middle of the street. What should we do with them? I think it's really, really unfair of them. They seem to be it's just their way or no way. Mm. I fully agree with the last man. Yeah. I mean, if it gets to the point where, no, thankfully it hasn't got there yet, in the UK where they're constantly blocking the streets. I'm looking here again uh, this morning in the UK. They blocked the M something or other. I kind of, what is it? Another M something anyway. Oh, really? Uh, And um, causing massive tailbacks, the M25. There was a man on Sky News during the week. He actually missed his father's funeral. I know, I know. Him and his son. And one person died because they were in the back of an ambulance and the ambulance got stopped by the protesters. That's right. And I think, do you remember the... um, People that climbed up on the bridge. I'm not exactly sure of the location. Oh, I think it was a tower bridge they climbed up on. I think it was was it Dartford? It was one oh, of those. Okay. I think two women, one woman, her husband was on the news and she wasn't familiar with the route. I think the rain was coming down and sadly she got out of her car. She pulled it over and another woman got out to help her and sadly they were killed. Oh, no. Okay, but oh. in, in relation to protesters, people say you have a right to protest. Do you have a right to sit in the middle of the street? No, definitely not. No, or spray oil or paint all over buildings. No. And I saw some older uh, people, um, I just saw them on Sky as well, especially the ones that were spraying the Aston Martin building in Harrods. That's right. Well, it's either very young, when I say very young, 19 or 20 year olds, or it's the older brigade who are around protesting since they were that age. Do you you understand what I'm saying? They're the same people. I do, I fully understand. A lot of these people haven't evolved from students' union politics and there's one one TD from the doll who's out there with them and he's, you know... <laughs> I know. He's the part, I know. part of your protest. <laughs> yeah, I know, they, I know exactly the person you're talking about. Mind you, I've had him on the air a few times and sometimes I agree with him. He's sensible on some issues. On, on some, but on a lot of things. It's, it's, it's the student union Trotskyist, Trotskyist politics that he, he ad- adheres and promotes, which... You know, it's the politics of protest, and it's, it doesn't bring solutions. It just shouts the loudest about things. Uh, and, um, and as Lisa says, it upsets people too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not Thanks, sure no, I love the show. Thanks, Lisa. People went to the museum and yeah. uh, they glued themselves to the ground after doing something, and apparently yeah. the, the museum staff left them glued. Uh, I thought the funniest one there was about two years ago. I think it was just, just as COVID started. An Irish guy, he turned out to be Irish, in Heathrow Airport, glued himself to the top of a plane. Do you remember? <laughs> And I said, I'm just glad somebody noticed him <laughs> because could you imagine if the plane had took off and him super glued to the top of us? Well, I'll tell you now, the, the guys in Germany, they left him there overnight. They just left him glued. Yeah. And they came back in the morning and they were they were quite eager to get unglued. But that's yeah. the best way to deal with them. If they want to glue themselves to things, a road and anything like that, leave them there overnight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the worst one I've seen was a woman in London. I think she glued her breasts to the ground. And I went, oh, what? why would you even do that? Anyway, listen, thank you very much indeed uh, for that, Philip, or Billy, should I say. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.